Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Let's get to our next story. Elon Musk confirming that he will step down as CEO of Twitter. Joining us now to discuss this is Vlad Sevov, who is Bloomberg's tech editor in Tokyo. Vlad, he doesn't seem to take these things too seriously. He's always kind of poking fun. Uh, let me just read out his tweet for our audience. I will resign as CEO as soon as I find someone foolish enough to take the job. After that, I'll just run the software and servers team. So I guess he thinks it's uh, a bit of fun. Well, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, he spent $44 billion on this company. I don't know how anyone on this planet can take that it's just a bit of fun. Um, some of it may just be putting a happy and an upbeat uh, face on a situation that has really deteriorated uh, over the course of the year. I mean, if we if we wind the clock back, it's fascinating to look at this because when early in the spring, Musk announced that he had bought a significant chunk of uh, Twitter shares, uh, the share price went up so high that he made the quickest $1 billion in history. Like, his share of Twitter, just because he bought a share of it, shot up in value by a billion dollars. But since then, he wanted to wind it back. He wanted to not complete the sale, um, the acquisition. Um, he complained about bots. Uh, he, he hurt his own reputation. His reputation was as a successful entrepreneur, as a leader of Tesla and so on, um, and making breakthrough changes. He hasn't done that. And since taking over at the end of October uh, with Twitter, um, his track record has, again, not been one of success. Um, he ran a poll saying, should I step down as Twitter CEO? And this is the thing that's prompting him now uh, to step down. Hmm. User said, yes, you should. Uh, as many as 57.5%, uh, 10 million people uh, said, yes, you should step down as CEO. And um, I mean, it's not a happy situation, even if he's put it hmm. on a happy face. So let's talk about potential new CEOs, Elon Musk joking, who wants the job? Well, okay, let's unpack this. Is there anybody left in management? A lot of people got fired. Uh, do, or do you go external? And I'm only half joking here. Snoop Dogg threw his hat in the ring. I mean, <laughs> he is a successful businessman. Let's give him that. That, that is fair. Uh, Snoop Dogg is a successful businessman. Uh, he's probably as qualified as Musk to run a social uh, media company. I do believe that Musk himself probably underestimated many of the challenges of doing that because he came in saying what Twitter needs is free speech absolutism. It needs clear rules of the road and it needs to get rid of all these arbitrary decisions, which is true. Uh, Twitter's previous management did have a whole bunch of moderation challenges 
uh, where we had to decide, is this acceptable to have on the internet? Now, what Musk has faced, again, in a very brief period of time, is very similar things. Um, Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, uh, is a friend of his, well, at least a former friend of his, and he was previously temporarily suspended from the service. He came back on Musk's urging. Musk said, welcome back. And then he posted anti-Semitic tweets, and then Musk was like, okay, this is not acceptable. We have to get rid of you. Um, so it is a very uh, challenging task. Who can take over the job? There is nobody left internally. I mean, Musk cleared a house in terms of the original executive team. Um, yeah. He has an inner circle of trusted friends. Amongst them, there is David Sachs um, and Jason Calacanis. Two of them host a podcast together. Um they have been very vocal in their suggestions about how you can monetize Twitter. But that's, again, yeah. not really a noble thing. Well, they need, People have been making suggestions for that for they, years. They need advertising. Um, and there's an inherent conflict uh, between opening this up to, you know, things like um, – you know, racial uh, comments and uh, hate speech and such. Uh, advertisers don't like that. They want more stability in the product. Uh, so uh, whoever takes this job ultimately is going to have a very tough task. Absolutely. And there's two, there's two points there. One is exactly as you say, uh, Musk's presence as CEO currently has been one of volatility. It's been a great drama. It's been really fascinating. But as you say, that's not a way to run a business or a company or to have steady revenues. Uh, so that's challenge number one. Challenge number two, and it's probably the bigger one, and it's why I think Musk is accurate in saying it's kind of a poison chalice, is that you you can't run this company as an independent CEO. He will always influence you. He, he is going to still be in charge of Twitter engineering, for one. But when he was a Twitter user, and a very important one, and when he was a Twitter investor, he was very vocal about what he wanted. So a CEO would effectively be somebody to soak up all the criticism that Twitter receives such as the aforementioned FTC investigation that's deepening, yeah. and then somebody who effectively does mask spitting. Right. Well, we'll see who he selects, uh, and if they get along, uh, it's an ongoing story. Thank you so much, Vlad, for joining us. Vlad Sevoff, Bloomberg's tech editor in Tokyo. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.